I don't know what episode it is. I haven't actually even done the intro like this in a while. But I'm doing the intro by myself real quick because I gotta get some shit out of the way. And the fucking battery's about to die on this thing, of course, so I gotta get it out to it, uh, quick. So I'm gonna say real quick, I got uh, December 13th at the Brass Tap in Tuscaloosa. I have a show at the Brass Tap in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, December 13th. In uh, January 10th at Saturn, Alabama, I'm doing a show called Book Report where I'm going to be writing about a book I haven't read. Sounds crazy, but I did it last year. It was really fun. It's uh, raising money for a good cause. Uh, anyway, I have Andy Bates on this episode, one of my favorite new comics here in Birmingham. And uh, yeah, we'll just jump into that. Uh, and never forget, life is a waking nightmare and climate change is probably going to kill us all. Thank you very much and enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, also, I do need to clarify that there's a little chunk in here I had to edit out. I'm not good at editing, so it's going to skip to something, but it's going to, you'll understand later. You'll notice it and just know that I'm aware of it. I suck at editing. That's why, anyway, like I said, climate change is going to kill us all, and uh, we will be probably under the ocean within the next five years. Anyway, thanks. Enjoy the rest of the episode. nervous fucking wreck you know like as opposed to like a hundred people yeah no definitely uh, a bigger crowd is easier because it's like well i don't get nervous at all with shit like that like but if it's the only time small. is like recently this last uh show we did at tuscaloosa that's this exactly Friday what one. I, was th- I was so fucking nervous yeah because it was and the crowd was very nice that was there you know and also it's it, it, i don't want to sell the show short it was just finals week you know it's just a weird time to do it but yeah, it, it I was shaking just because of. Wait, are you talking about Druid City? Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about like for big crowds. We did this show oh, that Friday at World meant, of Beer. I thought you meant like okay. Have you ever been to the World of Beer in Tuscaloosa? I haven't been to that one. It's though. fucking huge. I man. saw pictures. It's like I thought you went into the crowd from it, but for some context sort, some of us did i did uh, you know was there a stage at all for context no, by there the was way, a front of the room you're talking about a show that was in tuscaloosa at a place called world of beer that's a chain mm-hmm. um and it was odd apparently I, i've been i've seen people post about it a lot um but yeah like i just saw somebody i think it was richard posted a picture of you and you're just like <laughs> surrounded by tables of people yeah. instead of like no, i just i just it, we were having a lot of trouble getting uh the crowd to respect that there was a thing going on despite the fact that like we had four tables at the front who'd full of people who had just come for the comedy and it still was just like <laughs> such a large raucous room that um i just kind of had to shout into the microphone and pace around <laughs> just run around the restaurant right um, whatever the fuck that had to is. take down a heckler that was fun not to shit on whoever booked that but w- <sighs> Maybe don't book a show at World of Beer, you know? Maybe not. I don't know what's going to happen with it going <laughs> forward. I think I could probably guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, I don't know. Like, honestly, if you could have heard us, it would be fine. You know, and I don't know. I heard it was fun. 
And I just tipped the microphone. Drunk okay. Up two sips of Schonerbach over here. Yeah. Uh, and it's literally drooping. Um, well, fuck, I guess I'll get into radio mode. I'm, I, I don't normally do it anymore, but I'm here with Andy Bates. He's a comic here in Birmingham. How long have you been doing it now? Um, I, I think it's like between a year and a half and two years. Yeah, it seems like around, like, because I was thinking a year doesn't sound right. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, do you hate it yet? Is it, is it, <laughs> do you absolutely fucking hate doing comedy yet? Um, sometimes, yeah. Good. Um, good. Although, good. You're, 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 you're becoming good, then. You're becoming good. I just, you're getting better. Yeah, I, I think I am, but I'm also like realizing that the better you get, the more certain things don't mean as much to you anymore yeah, yeah. you know like um the other night the night that I, I i mentioned before uh either pre-recording or or not um that i i kind of went up and, and dumped a bunch of negativity on stage at crestwood um yeah which is a, is a mic well, yeah it didn't take a mic that i co-host yeah. technically um although i couldn't stay to co-host the rest of it yeah and i kept try to communicate that with my other co-host and he i was like no it's your show tonight because i've got to leave by 10 and we didn't get started till like 9 35 i was like it would just be silly for us to go back and forth for the first two people and then <laughs> it'd be toby from there on out it'd be yeah. like where'd the other one go but he still inter- introduced me as his co-host so i was like that's just confusing yeah um because i mean you have a fucked up schedule right now i really do scary. yes um, had to be up at four thirty the next day, um, and didn't get home till you know it's ten thirty. So it's fulfilling, especially uh, when you get nothing out of it at all, right? <laughs> just, except just. But um, I didn't get. Uh, I I told my father that I bombed, and he said, "Really?" And I said, "Well, no, I got a few laughs, but that's not where the bar is for me anymore." You know, like getting a few laughs, Uh that's still a failure because it's like only a few. Yeah, it doesn't feel good at all. If you weren't consistent across the time you took. Yeah, it gets to a point where it's like almost to where if you just don't crush, you're just not, you feel, you feel normal if it's average. Right. You're not like. But if it's below average, you feel devastated. Yeah, it's soul crushing and like it makes me sick. And it's almost. (laughs) It's almost like, why the fuck do I do this? This right. is a colossal waste of my time. Uh, this is a weird day to catch me on, actually, because I, I had a lot on my mind today uh, pertaining to stand-up comedy. Um, what, what of it can we get into? That it's, I feel uh, like it's, I'm wasting my time, personally. Uh, but then again, I have this way of thinking, too, where it's like, um, of course I do it for myself but I, I mean i would be fulfilled. i never have <laughs> i do it for the i do it. it for what i can get out of other people well sure okay but that's for yourself <laughs> ultimately uh, yeah okay i don't mean like i mean like people that you're not gonna meet one fucking comedian that is truthfully telling you it's like oh i just do it for just to make somebody's day better no you don't you fucking narcissist you're right. doing it because you fucking you need validation from from crowds of people and that's fine, because I'm fucking... I guess I do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't do it to uh, make people's hearts warm. Uh, 
Well, I I even think that like part of what I get out of it is when I'm not on stage, when I'm just in social situations and people are like, what do you do? It makes like it creates an identity that is more interesting to people. It does. You know, you're like, oh, well, I work at a hotel at the moment, but I do stand up. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly you don't have to talk about the hotel anymore, which you didn't want to in the first place. Well, yeah. Because people are like, oh, tell me about that. That's funny you mentioned that, too, because uh, part of that... <laughs> there's so many comedians that are like, uh, when people ask me to tell them a joke, it's like, well, don't go around telling everybody you're a comedian, then. Right. So what yeah, are you you've doing? you've been very adamant about that in the past with bits. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the fucking... The Verizon... The lady at Verizon doesn't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's just... So like okay, well, anyway, can how can I scam you out of some kind of phone plan? I don't, right. I don't care. Well, sometimes they do care, which is the weird. That's the weirder thing. Is like I was t- talking to Lori about this. She's another comedian we both know. Um, and yeah, she's been on here. Yeah, um, fans of, fans of the podcast will oh, remember. Two of them. Yes, hello, Dad. <laughs> you know, Lori, Dad. You know. Yeah. Um, we were talking about how, like, some people, um, either because they're delusional or because they so crave that environment, do treat it as if it's real show business, even right. in Birmingham, and will, I don't know, think yeah. they do, like, start talking to you like you're more of something, and you're like, I... Yeah, it's weird. I think you don't get how low you're like, I this made, is. Yeah, you're like, I made $50 annually doing this. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't at all what you think it is. Right. Um, in fact, I uh, I recently was paid more money than I have ever gotten doing comedy to do a, um, a sort of lecture on comedy and creative writing at my fine arts high school that I went to five years ago. <laughs> and she, this teacher, it was great. She And it went very well. Um, they told me they learned things. But, um, I'm interested to hear what that was all about. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can send you the... <laughs> Can yeah. send you the lesson plan for it. It was excellent. I'll definitely, I'll definitely read that. Yeah, <laughs> just not true. Uh-huh. Um, so that you know, there are of, of course plenty of gender non-conforming people um, who um, they feel like if they were in a relationship, it couldn't be straight or gay because they're not yeah. a man or a woman. Um, and because I have been attracted to those people mm-hmm. and am tra- attracted to a high level of androgyny, um, I, I, I feel like there's enough of, um, you know, um, extra queer stuff on top of just the idea that I could date any normal boy or normal girl. It does seem very, uh, when you say it, cause like... I, I'm just now becoming comfortable with it, mm-hmm. um, which I guess, I mean, now that you explain it like that, I guess that's what I would be. Right. Um, because, yeah, I'm attracted to more androgynous people, you know? And, uh, like, the person I'm in a relationship with now, for example, is, I mean, by all accounts, pretty much a woman, but was born male. Right. Doesn't really uh, state how they... They don't get offended either way. Right. But um, 
I just don't think they care, honestly. <coughs> it's the chillest person ever. Like, it's great. That's why I was like, I met this person. I'm just like, um, I guess if anybody has a problem with this, fuck them. Because right. I'm, I'm, I, this person's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I um, have been out um, at least as bisexual since, like to most of my friends, since probably the eighth grade. Okay. Um, it's very early. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, you know, it's weird for me because um, I guess, you know, I kind of knew and just wasn't as comfortable with it till recently. I mean, it takes a while. There was definitely a, I would say that like my friends knew, but like I also can't imagine um, having been comfortable enough with it to like be in a relationship yeah. For those first few that's, years, yeah. that's like, why now it's like that's kind of what gave me the push was the right. I'm in a relationship with now, and it's um <clears throat> for me I'm not attracted to like men men you know what I mean right like manly like I'm, I'm attracted to more effeminate men right when that's what I'm going for but. Yeah, I guess I knew, like, I guess RuPaul kind of did it for me as the start. <laughs> just yet another thing we I can just, blame on RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. <it was. laughs> we just throw that on RuPaul. Right. But yeah, uh, I mean, I saw that, I was like, well, I say RuPaul, I'm just kind of like, that does it for me, so. But, you know, at the time I was like, you know, I'm not telling anybody about this. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying shit this is, about this is that. This is the 90s, you know, I'm not fucking doing right. this. Right. Um, and like for, you know, anybody listening, um, you should know that like, there's a, a bit a slight age difference between you and me that I think is just enough that like, you know, I know that we weren't growing up at different stages of our life at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for well, me, eighth grade means 2008. Okay. Even so, like, still then, too, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, shit's changed a lot in just in 10 years. Definitely. Um, eighth grade. So, I mean, I'm not that much older than you. That would make you what? I'm 23. Okay. Well, geez, I guess, <laughs> I guess I am. I don't know. Seven, eight years older. Yeah. Not basic fucking math I can't do. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I would say, yeah, 2008, though. That was a very different time. Yeah. It, it definitely was. Um but like, I don't know. I couple this very like open sexuality with the fact that I've not actually been in very many long relationships with anyone. You like, know, like I haven't been in a. I mean, this is how I just kind of fucking know knew that I needed to be comfortable and come out about it. Is um, this is the first person I've just like for sure like on both sides. I'm like I feel secure. I don't have anxiety about whether this person's going to leave me. I feel like we're both... I, I'm in it for the long time. Well, yeah, I mean... I, and this is the first time ever. secure enough I've... that you can talk about it in a podcast sure, with yeah. somebody else who doesn't know them... Right, yeah. Um, that's pretty secure. Right, um, yeah, it's like... Yeah, for sure, and it's like the only time I've felt that way. Like, I've been in relationships, but it's been like... This person's going to... This is not going to last long. Right. I'll be very surprised if this is going to last another month, you know? And, um... But yeah, this is just kind of like, you know, it's pretty certain. You know, that's that's kind of what gave me the push. I was like, well, kind of just fuck whoever has a problem with this. And then you do it and you're just like, oh, no, nobody really Nobody does. really nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck. They're right. like, all right, all right. You know, I mean, there were a few, like you even told me you were surprised. I, de I definitely was. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people were, 
Um, you know, but like it meant a lot to me when my like best friend texted me, who you know um, I have on here all the time, and you know I, I, I guess deep down didn't think he'd have a problem. Really, I thought there would be awkward tension, though. I mean, he's an open-minded guy. Like we have gay friends, but I've known him my whole life. We used to have sleepovers and shit, right? And there was never any indication then. So. Um, I just thought it'd be weird tension, I guess. And there wasn't, it was like, he was like, no, I don't care. It's like, you know? Yeah. But that makes me wonder, you know, I think, you know, like with the whole Kinsey scale, like he probably falls somewhere on that. Like I'm sure we talked about this the other night. I think you'd be very hard pressed to find one guy. If he were honest with himself with every fucking guy in the world, you wouldn't fuck one of them. Right. That's just doesn't seem possible to me. Yeah, that sounds more like principle than preference at that point. Like, it clearly, does. It feels it's like not about. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a set. Like, well, <laughs> I have to fucking be this way. I've been this way my whole life, so uh, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Brad Pitt isn't gonna change this. Oh, but That's he just might. An example. <laughs> 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 um, he very well, could not for me. That's not a for good me example. Either. I would say Brad Pitt's probably not the tippy top, but like. I honestly like doesn't do it for me. Like it's like yeah, guy guys just don't. It has to be. It has to be a very. I guess I don't know how. To Part say. of it's the name though, Brad Pitt. Like yeah. just uh, yeah. I, don't <laughs> I mean, know. he's an attractive guy, but not like. I don't think it's like sexually attractive. I can look at him and be like, yeah, I get why women would want to suck this guy's dick or men, and I'm just like, not for me though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like there, yeah, it's just. I guess straight guys don't do it for me. Like it has to be this guy's clearly gay right. or, or trans. And or as we discussed a little bit, um, for me, it's more like um, a range of they could be all the way up to yeah, they're probably straight, but like definitely straight is a turn off because there's no possibility there. But like regardless, there's got to be kind of this like hyper intelligent broken sadness like sad clown thing about them yeah um that will get me all day long that's interesting <laughs> you know i want somebody who could have been batman but ended up like a comedian yeah, <laughs> yeah. like their parents died they're horribly broken smart people but there's just Take this kind pick. of weird Hi, like um, take your pick, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I can go grab a couple now if you if you'd like. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a mic uh, Thursday. Yeah, just there will be one there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I get what you're saying though. That's interesting. Um, we we were. I guess I'm trying to reignite this conversation we had on the trip. Yeah. Like, and kind of just going back. It probably would have been better to record it then. It would have. It, <laughs> it's uh, possible, but it's but not. I am kind of just using it as a guide. Uh, we did get to... Um, I find, like, mostly... I'm into drag queens. More like... That's a good example. Like, we talked about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. But, like... I'm not like super, I'm not like a super like in tune, like, and know a lot about like the RuPaul's drag race universe. And stuff. Right, or few, even real drag. Like, or I, even real drag. Like I've, 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 I'm aware of a few and, um, I've been around town, you know, but I just, you know, not to say I'm not a fan of it. I, I 
like I would I would go to a drag show all day, but I, I think I'm more talking about how I don't know that that's something that has turned me on. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's hard to put into words without sounding like a, a, a just some horn dog, I guess. But, right. But that's not really what I'm saying though either. It's like um yeah, that that's my thing. And I don't know. I've, I've been trying to like still figure out what exactly it is, you know. But I guess it's just kind of like it is what it is, and that's that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's that's as far as I've come with a lot of different facets of it, what I'm interested in. That's all as far as you can go with a lot of it. I mean, right. it's like there's no point in even digging any further. But um, yeah, it's all it's it's been an interesting couple of months, you know. Shit, it's been longer than that since I came out. I don't know. Maybe it's been a few months. I've been in this relationship for about seven months, though. Wow. So that's kind of what, like I said, kickstarted. Yeah, definitely longer than any of mine. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it for me, probably, too, like any meaningful. Right. You know, like, I, I don't even know. Like, there's been seven-month flings where it's on and on. But like, yeah, I, I, this meaningful, yeah, for sure. Um, it's interesting though because, like I said a hundred times, that's why kick started the me being open about it. But um, it, it, it puts a strain on a relationship if you can't be obviously. Because uh, I, I wasn't ashamed of them. Right. I just it was one of those things where it was like. I felt like it would cause a ripple effect and things would happen I, I, that were out of my control that uh, I wasn't ready for, I guess. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I had to just kind of be like, you know what? Fuck it. I mean, I have to do this eventually if I want to be happy. So I just... Well, I think that's... And- some of that is... Um, I think there's a lot of benefit sometimes to coming out later. <laughs> because when you come out... As like an in your early teens, uh-huh. suddenly you're growing up with a lot of new expectations about how you'll turn out. Yeah, in a different way than being a fully fledged adult and being like, "Hey, here's something about me you didn't know." Yeah. Then I think fewer people expect you to conform to certain stereotypes and tropes because yeah. they know you never have that. You know? That was a kind of what I was afraid of that would happen. Yeah. No, I could have told you, like... Uh, yeah. The people who know Nick Thomas know that, like... This is just how I am. Right. <laughs> You're not going to suddenly show up at a mic or whatever, like, hey! Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just... That was what I was afraid of, is, like, also just kind of being pandered to, almost. Oh, yeah. Because I don't like that. And that can feel very condescending. Yeah, and it's like, I do get that a lot of it's you know rooted in good intentions definitely but it's just like good intentions or not i don't feel like being put in that position um and it hasn't happened at all like um and i guess it's because like you said it just won't i guess because i don't think so yeah because it's just i don't know like it oh it kind of did when i posted about it a little bit and it, it does sound snooty and shitty for me to say but I mean, because how can you bitch about people congratulating you? Right. But, I mean... About something that you gave them the opportunity to do that Sure, for. exactly. Yeah. 
And like, yeah, it like that's pretty. That's what it was. Like, you know, other than it just kind of just putting it out there. I mean, I, I a lot of it is to do for people just to kind of. I don't know. Not necessarily pat me on the back because I didn't want that. I didn't want any. Just read it. Move on. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted. Honest to God, I wanted it to be like I can put this out there and that'll be that, and I don't have to. It'll just be a known thing. I don't thing. have to engage with it much. I don't have to. It, it just, it'll be a known thing about me, and that'll be that. And that might have been a slightly... Uh, ex- that might have been expecting just a little bit more than is realistic. Oh, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but... Um, it, yeah, it's just impossible. Like, there's... I, I would go as far as say none of my coworkers know. Um, and I'm not going to bring it up either. No, um, why? Like, because that just invites un, unwanted... Bullshit from them <laughs> yeah. because I mean in any number of ways usually yeah. that's another thing I didn't want obviously is the the, the really bad parts of it because I'm a coward right. um, but yeah it's just I mean homophobia is very real and like no matter what like you just if you're a straight guy and like just the very mention of you know rubbing your balls in your free time if you bring that up around like a super huge homophobe they get triggered by that like they're like what what are you gay or something you're talking about your balls in front of me that's happened to me at work and i'm like uh that be it. <laughs> what what happened to you right <laughs> um, are you okay were, were, who hurt you you know yeah because this is this is i just find that odd i don't know i don't know either um but like i don't know we also talked about like kind of the uh, welcome in effect um with like uh, certain people we know yeah like, yeah that how like you I know all of a sudden all of a sudden some of us feel like oh well we we can you know mention certain shit to Nick Thomas now yeah that's i've gotten part that. of this in group i do like that though i like that's a part of it i do like um Cause like I feel like I mean since then I've I've not necessarily say I was uncomfortable talking to you but I feel more comfortable talking to you because we talk about shit like this more now than right. I was talking about like I can talk to you about things involving this and not other people right frankly just because and I'm glad because I know way more about this than I do about movies yeah. <laughs> We have something. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I, before it wasn't uninteresting. It just like, you know, very uh, unevenly weighted toward what you yeah, knew about. Just, there's a lot of me talk, like spouting about it. And you're just gonna be like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch squ- it. I'll try I'll and read that. that watch that. I'll squeeze that into the 30 recommendations you've given me this. Week. Right. But no, yeah, it's uh, like that. And, you know, like I've noticed a lot of like, yeah, like the welcome in thing. Uh, I like that, though. Like that's that's one of the uh, perks of, of, of it you know you 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 can be more comfortable with people and vice versa um like you said we you know uh we have mutual friends that have like you know feel like i guess you know hang out would be more because it's just more comfortable it just makes you more comfortable right because uh you have that in common but um it's odd like i i kind of part of me is glad i did it now um my my like uh, I guess people that kind of uh, made me look at it and like think like inspire me, I guess, so to speak to do it are weird. You know, like Todd glass is a big one. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a big one. That's I think good, that, for the community, I think that's a good one. Cause I actually, I emailed him about that <laughs> and he emailed me back and was really sweet about it. And it was just like, uh, man, this is a cool guy <laughs> like that. He would even take the time to do that. And, uh, 
I told him I was, it was, it was when I first started. Like I've actually met him since then. And like, right. it's, um, it, it's, it's, that way is interesting. Right. <laughs> like, you, uh, you, you, you will never feel like such a failure while doing things you never thought you would ever imagine at this right. time. Um, but yeah, um, he, he was really cool though. Like I was just kind of like, I do stand up. I've been doing it like a fucking month. Like, right. you know, uh, definitely wasn't a comedian. I, w- I wouldn't consider myself a comedian then. Um, a lot of, probably a lot of using the word fag in my act. Wow. <laughs> not a lot, but like trying to be edgy in a way. Okay. Not a homophobic way, but just kind of like a quoting somebody way. Still like, like fearless about. Right. I don't know if fearless is the word, but um, stupid, stupidly <laughs> doing it and thinking I was being fearless. Um, I did it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was telling myself this didn't happen, uh, but I, the more I think about it, I, I think I just blocked it out, but uh, it's not as bad as it sounds like it's going to okay. be. I did a show at this coffee shop in Montevallo, <laughs> and my friend Joe Rains uh, told me that I, I dropped the, the, the F-bomb there. <laughs> not a good crowd to do that with. No, I can imagine. But, but yeah. Um, but, like, I, I see what you mean with that, though, a little bit, like... Um, when I was watching, I thought of this a little bit when I was watching um, Bill Burr's interview on comedians and cars getting coffee. Yeah. Where, like, he grew up with some angry people who said all sorts of shit all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the world he comes from. Yeah. Right? So, like, in a way, there is kind of this attitude that a person like him, because he, it's not like he did turn out... Um, well, you know, gay or 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 super different, you know, like yeah. he's still a guy, but like there's this attitude that like, oh, well he can't really be honest about that environment that he comes from because it's not he's not different enough for it to have a spin on it. And I'm like, yeah. no. Um yeah, I think I- that if he wants to tell you how much he was called a fan growing up. Sure. Like that's good. That's good for you to know that there's somebody out there. Yeah, it gives you perspective on why he's the way he is. Which, yeah, uh, which is is what's endearing about Bill Burr to me. Honestly, is like you can listen to Bill Burr talk and know this guy's a decent guy. Probably. Yeah, I think he's probably charitable. Like, and probably you know, like he's not gonna like leave a fucking like somebody with a shotgun wound like just bleeding in the street so to right. speak um he's got a big heart but he's still irascible he's and grumpy figure, about it yeah and he's trying to figure like navigate the way the world is now yeah um i don't think there's anything wrong with that like i'm still trying to do that even like you know i don't know if this is where you were going with this really is it i don't know i think he's an interesting person you know um like People get offended by stuff he says, like on Conan a lot. But I find uh, I find him hilarious. First of all, he's one of the best comedians there is out now, mm-hmm. and um, I just think that he um, he's just telling you how he feels and that he's trying to he's trying to basically be a decent person. Is a lot a lot of it comes down to, and I find that interesting that he's like open about like stuff he still might not know about. Yeah. Um, but people like are just so quick to like 
just want blood. They're out for blood for everything. And it's like, that's just the, not the way to approach things, I don't think. Um, I don't know if that's where you were going at all. No, I think that I, that that is part of what I was trying to pick up on, um, is that it's one of those things where we almost are shallow enough that we look for the trappings of progress. Uh-huh. Rather than something that's actually pushing progress. Yeah, you it's know, like, like it has to be an overnight thing. Right. And also, I think it's interesting, too. People now especially live... They don't realize they live inside of a bubble, like, with social media and stuff. Is like, so, for example, say you live in Los Angeles. Mm. And you're just kind of like, we're going to start a blue wave this election and you see all your friends posting about it it's like there's no way the uh, the democrats aren't gonna fucking take it this time then they see donald trump wins and it's like wait that doesn't make fucking sense because everybody i fucking know like right it's like no this everybody in your bubble drive about you know 500 miles that way or just anywhere in, in any, any direction. fucking direction and tell me what it's like and it, it makes more sense it gives you more perspective on why uh we have that guy as a president. Like, do you realize how, like, just 10 minutes in any direction outside of Birmingham, especially, mm-hmm. like, talk to anybody about that. Like, yeah, definitely. And, like, there's, there have been places I've been recently where I'm like, oh, I can't just assume yeah. that everyone's unhappy about this certain fact. No, there's a lot of happy people. <laughs> right. Well, or... I don't know if happy is quite the right uh, you know, word. Yeah, with that situation. You're right. With that, that, situation that part of their lives Specifically, yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, they still have, you know, like, uh, gout and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. A lot <laughs> of mean, gout. Every single In one any direction, a lot of gout. But, yeah. <laughs> gout out to the polls. You yeah. Know? That'd be a good little slogan for, the, for the, uh, the, the Republicans. Gout out to the polls. I mean, it's accurate. <laughs> is that hack? <laughs> I don't know. Who gives a fuck? I think it's funny. <laughs> That's another thing I gotta stop doing. It's just like, you know, if I say something I think's funny, just... Just stand by it. Just stand by Stand it. by your man. Yeah, that's something you have to do in comedy, too, I've noticed. Like, I'm not claiming to be the wisest fucking person ever, but, like, I mean, I've been doing it almost seven years, and I've, I, I, I'm, like, at a point where, like, I'm definitely smarter about it than I was when I first started, and it's, like, almost, like, just want to burn everything I've written and start over. And well, like just with what I know now, and one thing I just know you have to do, and this is like advice you've heard a million times, but it's absolutely true, is like if you have something in your head that you think is funny, like undoubtedly, and it makes you laugh, and but you're kind of worried if it's gonna maybe offend somebody, just do it anyway, because, like, who gives a shit? We're all going to die. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it sounds like the hackiest yeah. advice ever, but it's so true. Like, and I've only just recently kind of, like, been able to turn, like, that that part of my brain off where I'm worried maybe this other comic won't respect me if I do this kind of comedy or something. Right. And you just really just... Cannot give that much of a shit about that. Well, it's, that and I've, you know, I've been doing it. I sound like a idiot. I yeah. Always, <laughs> I always said retard, uh, but 
You know what? Fuck it. I, I usually do. So, it, it, when my, you know, in the privacy of my own home. So, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> hey, that's me talking, you know? Yeah. No. Like, it's, it's hey, just everybody, going away. that was Nick talking. It's going along <laughs> with exactly what I'm saying no, now. No, it does. But, but in not a good way. Maybe not. I don't know. I'll just lie and say I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. No, I had oh the the worst <laughs> moment. I don't know if this is enough of a story, but it was it was kind of a big event when it happened. We had this professor when I went to college who was um who was pretty sincerely pregnant by that point. I don't know if it was <laughs> I don't know if it was That's like, an interesting way to put it. Yeah, sincerely pregnant. She was like seven and a half, eight months in, and she was She's pretty sincere about it. Yes, she was. I would say. Um, And hopefully, (laughs) right? It's a weird time to get that, or she just, you know, like that's a weird time to 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 hadn't noticed. (laughs) I mean, some you've seen, you know. Yes, of course. I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah, yes. Well, she knew. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And at one point, she said something was just retarded. In a college classroom, in a liberal arts college in New Jersey. So basically me at that coffee shop. Yeah, (laughs) and you could have heard anything drop. A pin, a who... Her her From Horton Hears a Who. (laughs) Her baby from inside of her. (laughs) Her water breaking. Right. Um, I'm just trying to, you know... Liven it up. (laughs) Oh, and she... The rest of the class was spent her apologizing <laughs> like we kept how try- long would you we say? kept trying to move on but it was about 25 to 30 minutes of, of her like- apologizing for that oh uh, yeah because that's she, funny she that- would apologize to the point that she thought was enough <laughs> and then move on and start teaching him again and then just- be like and then be like you know actually i'd like to just apologize a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> just i don't know it what this says about me but there is nothing funnier to me than watching somebody just mentally break in front of a crowd. <laughs> like, and and when I lived in LA, the open mics there are ripe with that. Because I mean, you have so many people. Well, that's know. why I was so upset that they did not um, interview Dan Quayle much um, when um, Bush died recently is because Dan Quayle is so good at just breaking at losing it. his fucking mind when he's talking. Losing his grip. like, I encourage anybody listening to this look up um, the Dan Quayle page on WikiQuote because that's gonna have the most of them right just right next to each other. I know almost all of them. Like, but like it's stuff like he would say when you take the UNCF model um, and the, that would be the United Negroes College Fund where it's like a mind is a terrible thing to waste, I can't right? I wait to see where he goes with this. Yeah, one. right? And he goes, when you take the UNCF model that uh, what a terrible thing it is to lose one's mind or uh, as not having a mind to, to be very wasteful, how true that is. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like... You know, I've made good judgments in the past, and I've made good judgments in the future. Like he would just say that shit all the time. It was, it was, um, 
more embarrassing than like Bush uh, Jr. making up words. At least he was making up words yeah. that sounded vaguely right and were kind of proving a point he was actually trying to make, whereas this guy was just absolutely bad just shit. Just dog shit. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, everybody obviously <laughs> loves Bush Jr. No. Uh, <laughs> I miss when he was president, though, because, um, like... The only reason I do is just because of, like, he would have these tics where it's like he, I think he has crippling anxiety, and, like, public speaking, obviously, like, brings it out of him, and uh, I'll never forget, there was, like, one time he was doing a speech somewhere, and he was talking about uh, him and uh, uh, his wife went to uh, Botswana, and he was just, like, he just had this weird tic where he was, like, uh, yeah, we went to a park in Botswana. <laughs> it's like, I just miss little things like that. <laughs> um. Okay, here's a good dang quote. Oh, yeah? I was looking to see if there was one worth mentioning. There's oh, a there's of, a lot of them worth a, mentioning. But I was like, which one's my favorite? I think this is it. Um, this is from a speech to American Samoans. Yes. You know which one I'm talking about? Yes. You know this one? Read it. Yes. Hawaii has always been a very pivotal role in the Pacific. It is in the Pacific. It is a part of the United States that is an island that is right here. Yes. Brilliant. And, y'all, there's video of him doing that. Oh, the one you wearing, sent after this. Right. Wearing a lei. And just like with a microphone in his face, he just landed in Hawaii, and like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, the the, the UNCF model quotes right yeah. under it. It's like they put all. Okay, I'm seeing a pattern here. <laughs> They're yeah. putting all of them together. Yeah. Mars is essentially in the same orbit. Mars is somewhat the same distance from the sun. This is this. This seems like he should not comment on this at all. Well, he so. was. Um, running nasa at the time he was like they set him up as i forget what the exact details were but he You're was shitting <laughs> no i'm not, not. he had specifically high influence over nasa during that period that's interesting i, I don't know how i didn't know this but but yeah no I, as nick was probably gonna go on to read he says the oh yeah it's a good quote yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just blindly reading it so it's pretty good uh let's see Mars is essentially in the same orbit. <laughs> Mars is somewhat the same distance from the sun, which is very important. We have seen pictures where there are canals, we believe, and water. And if there is water, that means there is oxygen. <laughs> if oxygen, that means we can breathe. <laughs> I knew there was going to be a cooker somewhere. Yeah. It's right, that one's, they, they put the, the, uh, the nugget right there at yep, the end. Absolutely. <laughs> I could see you just looking at me like, all right, yeah. come on. You're going to get to it. Well, um, Liz Brody, another comedian that we both know um, and adore. Liz and I have known each other for, um, we're very close to 10 years. Yeah, that's not um, like you both kind of just came in at the Yeah, same definitely. Time. Um, she knew about Goulash first, and that's how I ever walked through the door. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we have just this potent... Um, sort of semi-ironic love for Dan Quayle. Like, we kind of are making fun of him. We definitely are. No, we definitely are. But, like, we also... But you would hang out with but, him and be yes, sincere. Like, yes. You almost yes, feel for the guy. Yeah. 
He's like, he's just a weird, dumb puppy that became vice president. And for a while, we were like trying to find pieces of new content like often, and we called it your daily serving of quail. <laughs> um, oh, man. Like I once found a, a, a trading card that was done in the style of like baseball trading cards for Dan Quayle that made a great gift uh, for yeah. her one year. That's um, a good one. Yeah, I found that at Reed's Books. Okay. Yeah. Man, you know, maybe maybe Dan Quill should make a run of it. You know, it could not get any worse, right? Oh, well, the thing, too, is I don't get very political, but um, I see, like, this pattern with the... The Democratic Party just seems like they're just hell-bent on losing everything. <laughs> like, it's like they almost want to. Well, that's just, how they maintain the moral high ground. And they're so obsessed with the moral high ground that they'll never gain right. the actual high ground. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. And it's like I'm seeing like this pattern with them, too, where like it, <clears throat> they see Beto O'Rourke, who just lost to Ted Cruz in mm-hmm. Texas. They're like, they yeah, see. Yeah, but only nearly. Even still, they see that and they're like, this guy should run for president then. Yeah, I just I don't know. Like to me, that's like maybe not. If this guy loses to Ted Cruz, even no matter how fucking close it was, it's Ted yeah. Cruz. Well, no, it's also want, Texas. But. Ideally, you want somebody um, who's won every single thing they've done, and it's yeah, and it's like earlier on their resume to then be like, yeah, well. And I don't, I don't want to speak like I'm a huge fucking like know-it-all or authority on this, but just from where I'm sitting, it seems like if he did become president, he would just be bound to repeat the same mistakes Obama made. Right. Well, he, he almost d- seems like... I, I almost feel like among some of my friends, I can't say that there were any of those. <laughs> <laughs> so... But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I believe there were, but then again, I, I don't... I definitely do. I don't <laughs> vote for either major party ever, so... I mean, I definitely... Well, I do, him. actually. No, I shouldn't say that. Well, I, I do... Vo- uh, I voted for him. In you know? sub-national elections, like... Well, I mean, I voted... For president, I've only ever voted libertarian. Well, I voted for Obama, and but not because, like, I was like, this is the fucking guy for the job. It was, like, shamefully the same reason I, God forbid, voted for Hillary. Um, because, I mean, her or Donald Trump. Right. No, yeah. If and I had was, lived anywhere but Alabama, yeah, I might have voted for Hillary. But, like, I was not, I was like, I'm not going to turn on the news tomorrow and it'd be like, well, uh, Hillary was one vote away from winning Alabama of all places. Turns out Andy Bates fucked us. Yeah. I knew where our votes, our electoral votes were going. Exactly. So much that I could have voted for Winnie the Pooh. And it was just one of those things where it was like. And I sort of did. Gary Johnson is Winnie the Pooh, uh, to be honest with you. I love that, and you know, I'm not, I don't want to go on a tangent about libertarianism or anything. Why not? You got me on the podcast. (laughs) This is your fucking chance, man. I'm not like somebody that's uh, an authority on this kind of stuff. Right. I just, you know, comment on how I see it, and the way I see it is... um, I'm basically an idiot and like I can just I, I'm gonna do what I can to help whatever situation I can at this point and 
past that, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna have to just be selfish, right? I can't be a political activist, you know, like like some people are hell bent on doing or pretending to be anyway. There's a lot of that. Yeah, uh, there is a lot of that. Um, but like people, we've always had a lot of people pretending to be whatever culture values. You know, there's yeah. people who pretended or still pretend to be famous. There's uh-huh. people who pretend to be um, wealthy. Yeah. And they're not, you know, there's people who pretend I mean, to be Instagram more conscientious day. than they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, well, anytime there is a premium attached to a characteristic, there will be people who try and milk that for all it's worth. Absolutely. I think everybody, most people at their core are uh, selfish. I mean, like, uh, I know I am. Not, 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 Correct. Like, not, yeah. not to a way, like you're, you're like, no, from personal experience, knowing you, it's your number one. <laughs> yeah, no, you're a selfish, selfish, selfish but, you man. Know, you know, like, yeah, no, but that's how down, people are. That's, it's just, that's it, how we survive. You know, I don't think I'm a bad guy or anything, uh, but I'm selfish, like, when it comes to me. Right. I mean, and most of the time it does. Nobody, nobody else is in your head running your life knowing when you're hungry, when you need to rub one out, when you right. need to take a shit. You manage yourself. And right. like that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Right, exactly. Um, but, I mean, you tell some people that, and it is, you know, you have to be a bleeding heart constantly or you're just... Well, and I definitely am. But like that, that like, you know, I'm one of those people that balances... That with the sense that, like, you know, there's a way to do that. Like, I know you, Andy. I know you're not somebody that's out for blood and like just trying to find any minor discrepancy on anybody's like no. ever in anybody's life, and just kind of you know expose them as like a fraud or a piece <laughs> of shit over like just some bullshit, you know. But like, there's some people that's their life. Yes. Yeah. You know, like whose whose life can I destroy today? Essentially, that doesn't agree with me. They have to not agree with me on one thing, and whatever thing that that apparently is what makes the difference between them being human or not. You know, like to me, there isn't that thing. There's nothing. There, well, nothing I can think of that will give me permission to cross. Lines that I believe are uncrossable. Yeah. You know, when it comes to how I treat other people. Yeah. You know, you can be a Nazi and I still won't kill you. I'm sorry. I don't believe in me killing other people. Um, Yeah. I won't say that you aren't... Like, if you were... if, If... I don't... But what's funny is, like, what you just said... Is it a crazy thing to no, say? It shouldn't be, right? But it feels like it is. You have to be like, look, you know, I just want to preface this by saying, I think murder's bad. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, you know, I hate Nazis. They're pe- right. the, the worst. They are the worst. I'm not going to go kill. I'm not. I know they exist. I've been around them. Uh, but, I mean, what what can I do? Right. I'm not I gonna mean, go to pr- prison for murder because I don't agree with anything this person says, and I think they're despicable. Um, if you want to punch them, sure, I'm 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 okay with that. Um, well, just, I don't even think so that you know, would be the most productive use of my time. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. You, 
At me can, personally, I'm not going right. to do it. But I mean, but also you can. You've seen me. You know that like my right hook is not going to stand <laughs> between somebody and like their lifestyle. Like it's just not yeah. that powerful. It's, <laughs> I, I have personally. seen It's just going to turn into a joke they tell later about <laughs> some kid they beat up. Well, you never know with some of these guys, uh, like the Charlottesville guys. What was that dip? I nearly said dipstick. Uh, <laughs> he might have been. He might have been a fucking a dipstick. dipstick. <laughs> you little dipstick. Well, I gotta find this fucking. He, there was. Did you ever see that Vice uh, little thirty minute documentary they did in the Charlottesville? Uh, no. Uh, it's really good. Like, did they find one who was sorry or something? No. <laughs> They they smoke peyote with them out of a uh, 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 a shoe. I'm, I'm kidding. That's something they would fucking do. Yeah, <laughs> I, on I, Vice. Vice. I I like a lot of the stuff they've done, but while acknowledging they're pretentious and, um, for lack of a better word, just dumb to me. Like I, I don't know if they 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 put like on their website where you apply for a job there or however you do it to put in your resume or anything that you have to have no fucking charisma whatsoever to be a reporter for them. <laughs> but like, I've never met or not met, but I've never seen reporters like would just like, just like just look so fucking uncharismatic at all. And just like, like they're just hunched over and depressed. Like they have nothing interesting to say. Um, yeah, it's kind of like they went, they saw the whole 24-hour news cycle, ca- you know, highly polished cable news thing and said, how can we make it, just in every way, good or bad, the opposite of yeah, that? Just, th- yeah, like you said, no matter what the fucking outcome is, just it has to be the opposite. Our, everybody needs to be as homely as Anderson Cooper is pretty, <laughs> or we haven't gone far enough in the opposite direction. Right. And they have to uh, uh, give themselves. They have to do a, a report on uh, giving themselves enemas with fucking uh, 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 bath salts or some shit. Like they do, sh- like shit. Like, uh, they do literally for that sentence. They do shit like that. They do shit like that. I'm really um, a mumbling moron on this episode. Like it's not lost on me. But oh you know. well, and I have not been at all funny. <laughs> I think you. I think you're selling yourself short, Andy. Oh, this hasn't necessarily been a comedy podcast, comedy episode. Really, no. this is more uh, me making the turn for you know. I'm done with comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I think my, my well, and speaking of the turn, <laughs> it was also about being more open with Very sexuality. True. Yeah, you know, I guess more so in this episode for sure than last. I kind of touched on it a little bit, but this episode is the one. Where, yeah. I well, mean, I just remember you saying it's a touchy subject, and I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quite literally. It's... Quite literally. Fucking Catskills comic over here. Yeah, that's what he, and I was like, you know, honestly, that's all I want now, is to just go back in time where it was, it was, that's what was expected. Yeah. A lot of, like, <laughs> heavy-handed fucking wordplay. You know, that's what, when I was younger, and was kind of, like, entertaining the idea that this would maybe be something I wanted to do. Like watching, like even Attell and guys like that talking to each other like that. They Attell still does it. Yeah, he uh, is a genius though when it comes to writing jokes. He's just one of the best there is at it. But that was kind of what was alluring to me is just these guys sitting around talking to each other like that. It's like that looks fun. Yeah, it's breaking balls constantly. Um, 
But yeah, that's up. It sounds like I could go to Thomas Eddie to wrap it up. I, guess. I think so too. Um, do we plug things yeah, on here? Yeah, let's plug some stuff. Okay. It's um, an episode to do it. You know? Yeah, I co-host uh, an open mic every Thursday at Crestwood Tavern. Starts at 9. Begging you to come. Uh, begging you to come. <laughs> uh, my co-host is the wonderful Toby Awe. He is always... Always. Very funny. He's always um, very he's, funny. He's, huh? Yeah. We're doing the fucking cat. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. That's what I was trying for. Is anyway. that even cat uh, What else do I have? Um... Oh, uh, after this is done, I'm going to play some bullshit that happened and see if Nick believes it'll become my own podcast. <laughs> um, so I'm going to plug the possibility of something. <laughs> oh, wait, I think you did this to me the other night. Or do you actually have it? Oh, I thought I actually had it, but now I realize I don't. <laughs> wait, it would be funny if like, I was like, no, oh, thank um, God. I mean, <laughs> my phone, I found it. You found Good. I was wondering. If- Side of Crestwood. Uh, highway. It was on the back of your car and flew off. You're shitting. I'm not. Now that I'm remembering... And oh, it busted it, as fuck. Oh, man. So you got a new one, I guess. Right. Well, I'm getting a new one. They have to ship it to me. They ship you a refurbished one. Good luck getting that this week. I know. Especially... Um, oh, man. That's rough this month, too. Uh, mm-hmm. That's um, worst timing. But uh, there was an audio file on it that was unreplaceable, so that's why I worked so hard <laughs> to find it. Was I was like, I've not gotten this backed up on fucking anything. I'll tell you what, in my experience, and whoever's listening can take this and do whatever with it, I've learned when it comes to podcasting and recording audio, you can always, like, it, it feels like the more takes you do, the better, you know? Just kind of remember, you remember what you kind of talked about on it a little bit, you know? A little bit, but I was very cross-faded, Nick. <laughs> uh, well, fuck. I guess, fuck it then. You're never getting that No, back. I got it back. I'm, you know, like I'm saying, the file's on oh, the I'm, phone. I'm, I, I, yeah. I mean, look at the name of the fucking show, for Christ. It's one dumb boy. <laughs> there we go. Well, it's been a pleasure. Well, right? yeah, from one dumb boy to another, um, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, man, we're going to do this again, for sure. All I tell right. everybody that, and they never come back. <laughs> <laughs>